Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? This is your boy Lorenzo, whatever. It's Murphy. I'm live tonight on Company Politics. T250.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Monday nights. It's going to be a slow night. I'm not going to be on here long as I usually be. Um, I just want to thank everybody for the love they gave my mom this last past weekend. Um, she is doing better. You know what I mean? I appreciate everything. All the love that people gave to her. It's amazing on how powerful some machine is on Facebook uh, when you um, actual prayer on, on, on the internet. I mean, I know religion is powerful, but it's just that prayer that came through this Facebook people viewing the video of her and her pictures and responding to to um this just was positive it was just a real positive thing seeing people reacting and supporting an individual that's down you know what i'm saying so they say prayer don't work but prayer do work you feel me and that prayer answers everything. So those that don't really understand what prayer is or why prayer works, get in some trouble to find out who your friends are. So, um, like I was saying, it's a slow night for me tonight. I'm just getting over from my mom's, you know, having a little slight heart congestion my heart attack so I'm kind of drained kind of tired but I said I wanted to do at least five minutes of the show you know let people know I wouldn't just leave it down don't do any do anything so what's new out there I don't know all I know is May is mental health month and uh, I plan on doing a event in May, as far as Mental Health Month. Um, I was thinking about doing like a uh, a block party, show a movie, a couple of movies, have some entertainment, have a couple of speakers. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. You know what I mean, but. What's really going on out there? But some crazy stuff going on out there uh, amongst our people. The couple that actually, uh, what is that? Threw that, threw that baby away. Then you had the uh, the parents that actually um, 
killed a nine-year-old girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all like my little, my little t-shirts, y'all. Y'all like that? Oh, yeah. I have them on Saturday, don't Just a little something-something, you know, you can work with. That's all. Like I said, this country politics is teacher5cl.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Evans Murphy. We didn't have really nothing to talk about tonight. <clears throat> so I'm getting over this long weekend. I don't have a guest, but, uh, you know, I really have something I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about something that I've been talking about for the last weeks. And it's about what nationalities we are. I've been speaking about the African-American thing uh, with the black people or the black African-Americans, whatever we want to call ourselves. Um, I don't know where what's on the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and the, and the 2000s, uh, what's on their birth certificate as far as nationality. I don't know what they have on their now. I don't know what they have on their birth certificates. But I when I went, when I went to go check out my birth certificate, it didn't say African American on my birth certificate. It didn't say black on my birth certificate. It said Negro on my birth certificate. It has Negro on my birth certificate. So if it have Negro on my birth certificate, what nationality am I? You know what I'm saying? What nationality am I? What nationality am I? If it says Negro, I'm 53, going to be 54. What's my nationality on my birth certificate? You know what I'm saying? Negro. That's my race, Negro. I mean, I'm just, I'm just calling it how I see it. I mean, how it is. I mean, what, what is it? People beyond me? Does it say Negro? Does it say it says Negro for you too, Dever? But you get what I'm saying. So on paper, so on paper, if something happened to us, African American ain't nothing got nothing to do with it. Because we go by what's on paper. We go by what's on the dotted line, what's on our birth certificate. We're down as Negro. They say they changed it to African-American in, what, in the early 70s, late 60s. So if, they that if it's that important, why haven't nobody changed our birth certificate, changed what nationality or what race we supposed to be. We're supposed to be the human race. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be the human race, not black race, white race, red race, Mexican race, Latin race, uh, all these other races. We are the human race. And that's what the confusing thing is with us. We go to these applications, we go to fill out these papers, and we study, we got our, we, every, in every piece of paper, we got something different on this paper. I got African-American over here, black man over there, 
Uh, I didn't even know I was negro. I even never really even looked at my birth certificate like that. That go just to go that deep to say, you know, and I've been saying for years, don't call me no n word. But at the same time, but at the same time, the n word is in my on my birth certificate, negro. What's the difference, negro, nigger, nigger, niggy, nigger, niggas? It's all the same, too. You know what I mean? It's well, y'all know what I'm saying. So it's a Negro on my birth certificate. So when I go get my my passport, I guarantee my passport is not going to say Negro on it. My passport going to say USA on it. So there are some glitches in our labeling of the stigma of who we are as people. Um, I mean, I don't know where to start at as far as with this right here, because it's really confusing. This is the same thing as religion. It's, it's very confusing if you really look at the depths of what people are trying to tell you, what you're supposed to believe in or who you're supposed to believe in you know some preachers make you think that you have to believe in what they're doing you know what i'm saying in life you know what i mean and then you got some preachers that's just gonna tell you something that they feel on what they read very seldom that you're gonna see a preacher that's gonna be straight out the bible and directly teach you the fundamentals um, um what's really important what you need to really just understand i think it's about the bible is about understanding and then you take for what you're going through and you process on what you learn from the bible and for what you're going through because everybody's situations are different up under certain laws and, and and magnitudes of life you know what i'm saying so my problem with me getting the cold might be different from your problem you getting the cold you know what i mean it might take a different stronger power might take a stronger type of medicine to make you well than to make me well. You feel what I'm saying? So it might take seven up for you. It might take orange juice for me. Um, same goes with everything else. Um, what works for you might not work for me. But our problems are still the same. So I'm just basically just trying to get a much better understanding about what hello hello how are you uh, what what is not our race but what what foundation are we really from you know what i mean that's my subject tonight i had to just pop up with something off the top of my head uh hope y'all can just hear what i'm trying to say on my birth certificate it says negro but as we go around here you can see african-american and then we got black history month come on y'all wake up with me now y'all listen to what i'm saying we got Black History Month in February, the shortest month of the year. With African-Americans on paper, far as what they call us now. On my birth certificate, it says Negro. It don't say nothing about Black. It don't say nothing about African-American. And I know on the, on the um, and I know for sure on the Past, no, on a passport, it says USA. 
It don't say it's not going to put Negro or Black or what? Um, African American. So why are we one thing over here but when we make moves or travel for certain things, the dynamics on who we are as people of color changes a lot. Okay, so my whole my whole belief, my whole thought is I'm trying to work on trying to not only um, not only just like educate, but really, really get down to the and get with the people that can really make the dynamics of who we are because we might be having money coming in and we don't know what to call ourselves to get it. You know, they just actually some some okay, Australia. The Australians just won a case like that and they're gonna get five billion dollars back from their history of, of, of things that was going on in their life, you know. Five billion dollars back. You know what I'm saying? From like what we trying to get. You know what I mean? As far as being African Americans and slaves and you know what, that's a whole different that's a whole different dynamic too, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we have to first understand the moves that we that we make and that we're trying to change because anything new is scary to anybody. Everybody is so used to already what it is. But you got to understand if we don't stand up for something, we'll fall for anything. And that's why if you really look at it, they just canceled Columbus Day. Columbus Day is not in a lot of states anymore because they realized and they knew it was a big lie. So they canceled Columbus Day, especially in Los Angeles. There's no more Columbus Day. They actually changed Columbus Day into indentured serving day. To where the Indians actually 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 have stepped up and celebrating instead of Columbus Day, they celebrate indentured serving day. And indentured servants were the first, actually the first movement that actually occurred before slaves. Back in history, in order to become an American, you can come from another country and work for seven years and get your ownership of being American. So that's kind of like that's kind of like what's going on, like with the, the over the border with the Latinos coming over. Why don't they start that same program? You know what I mean? Go over there on a corporate level, find the ones that's qualified, the first ones that's qualified to come over to America to work, and they have to earn to become an American. I mean, I think that's logical. Anybody should. I mean, not even people from Mexico, anybody. You know what I'm saying? Not saying this not saying far as I'm gonna say this, not being biased and trying to be politically incorrect with this situation, so I won't be getting talked about, but they got a system for us and it's been working. Us killing ourselves, us destroying ourselves, us putting ourselves down, us not working together. You know what I mean? We have a real big issue in Los Angeles. This Los Angeles alone, we have a big problem. 
reason why I say that is if y'all can look around our communities, our communities are suffering with homelessness. Um, I'm going to go kind of deep with this because it's a lot of things that occurred as these decades and past and we let them pass. We ain't really do nothing about it. We complained, but we complained and I don't think we did a lot of things to um, fix the problem. You know what I mean? I think they threw President Obama was a diversion for us, was a diversion to, to relax us, to make us feel much better than to be worrying. Because you think about if Obama wasn't president those eight years that he was president, what we really would have been feeling through our feelings and our actions. And, you know, after a Bush, we had a, 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 a Obama. This thing, if we would have had a Hillary Clinton after Obama, I'm not saying she would have been a bad president, you know, because I'm not trying to say who's bad or who's good for as president because they all are family, they all related, they're all blue blooded. They're gonna go down the line. Everybody's related, so I can't you can't fight against entities, energies. Um but it's just a lot of information that's out there that I don't think a lot of us are listening to. So I try to put a little things. I try to be like slick without being getting on the radar. You feel what I'm saying? Got to step under the grid. You know what I mean? Got to step under the grid um, to make this happen because you have to be very careful when you have a lot of knowledge and you're a big old dummy. To the, you feel what I'm saying? You have a lot of knowledge, but you're a big old dummy. You know what I mean? So we have to uh, start acknowledging and looking at on what's free. You feel what I'm saying? Everything is not free, that's free. Everything that's like 30, 40, 50, 60% discount is not really a discount. The same thing with life, how America is treating us as people. We're losing. Let me get back to what I was saying. In Los Angeles alone, I want y'all to hear me. Y'all got y'all pens and papers? Yes. So, in Los Angeles alone, I think we take up what, 6% of LA, California, 6%. But do you know in LA County alone, 64% of African Americans in Los Angeles County are homeless. Let me say that one more time. The population of LA County of African Americans, 64% of African Americans in LA County is homeless. Those are big numbers, people. It is a big problem out there. 64% of homelessness in LA County amongst black African Americans. If you really look at it, and a percentage of more of the homelessness of the people are senior citizens. You know what I'm saying? Um, us as people in Los Angeles, we're not working together. We're not caring about nobody. 
64% homelessness in Los Angeles County. 48% of African-American men in LA County has a mental problem. Hmm. That's kind of high. I hope I'm one of the 52 percenters because every other brother besides me has a mental problem. Who's to say if I don't? You know what I mean? Who's to say if you don't? Who's to say who who don't have a mental problem? Who's to say what level of the mental um, issues that we have that we're not owning up to? I mean, even the psychologists and psychiatrists, they have mental problems. You feel what I'm saying? So who are they to say who's crazy? You know what I mean? I mean, it's like this. Hell, you got to be crazy to deal with me for real, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm a, I'm a three-piece. And I have two feet. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but you know, it's just just trying to just speak some sense tonight. You know, I'm trying to just go hard to paint. I'm just trying to have a cool night. Like I say, I just want to just really, really at the bottom of my heart, just thank everyone for sending the love to my mother. You know what I mean? I've been I've been taking care of my mother all my life, you know what I'm saying? But it's just really to a crucial time now to where, you know, us as adults, we turn the kids two times. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, that's why that movie, uh, what's the name? Pluck, where he turned from an old man to a young man. I mean, that stuff really happens. That stuff is really going on. If you, if, if you live long enough and you have parents, if you're fortunate enough to have both of your parents or one of your parents, um, I advise you to get to know them over again. The reason why I say that is because my mother is 72. You know, things have changed. She used to be 5'9". Now she's 5'5". Five five. Feel what I'm saying? She's 5'5 five five now. She used to be 5'9". But now she's 5'5". Five five. She used to be 260, now she's what, 300, now she's what, 198. And, and, and like I said, if you have opportunity to go back and learn about your parents over again, you know what I'm saying, learn about them, talk to them. Get the norm over again. Because what's going to happen is you're going to find out that they're getting younger. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why we say they have wisdom. They're wise. Knowledge. You know, I, I just, this one, just one, like I said, I just want to just thank everyone for, you know, for the love, for the likes. You know, it's very, it's not fortunate, there's not too many people that can get over nine to a thousand views, you know, for their parents, man. That, that, that Facebook, that internet is a powerful tool if you use it right. You know what I'm saying? I'd post up pictures about all type of stuff, but something about when you show a picture about your parent or something like that, people really care. And I wish that how the community would come together 
uh, like this with this home. I mean, we can't save it. A lot of people out there that's in that that's in that in that in that homeless world and homeless life. Um, hate to say, but some of them want to be out there. Some of them like it out there. Some of them don't want to be bothered. Some of them think we crazy as hell for doing what we do, for paying bills and paying car notes and. You know what I'm saying? They think we are just as crazy as we think they're crazy. Well, I don't think they're crazy. You know what I mean? I can't put stigma on anyone like that. But I could do is say, when you're in a state of being un, un, in an unconditional state, there are things that you have to do and things that you need to do to survive and function. But at the same time, when you have help, you don't want that help. It's like, it's kind of crazy. You know, I was talking to the maintenance man, the head maintenance guy that has the, um, he has the uh, maintenance trucks and he brings the tractors out and he clears out the, the side of the freeways and stuff. And I was talking to him and I was asking him, well, how much does it cost to make a sweep, how to make, to make a cleanup? And he told me that per hour, when they cleaning up them streets like that, they get $1,000 per hour and they can work up to seven hours a day. 10 hours a day and that's ten thousand dollars a day so if they if you ever see them trucking the police out that's what just what they pay the maintenance people to put it in the trash trucks uh load it up um that's a thousand dollars per hour so i haven't seen them out this seven hours that's seven thousand dollars i haven't seen them four days in a row so they didn't actually the maintenance services they making like thirty thousand dollars a week you know what I'm saying? A week just throwing that stuff up in the hole. Thing that had me confused is how they're able to come clean up. You know, I mean, they actually come in and sweep everything the tents, the, the furniture, the everything. It just be messed everywhere. But the next day, these people come back with new stuff with another couch, they have another bed. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. Like, what if they go buy that from? Then come to find out that it's the community that's keeping them going. Because the community come and support the people. Feel what I mean? They bring them food. They they bring them beds, couches, stuff to survive. You know, people always moving. You know what I mean? People always moving. Um, people always getting rid of stuff. So that's why. You always see when they clean up, they have new stuff because the community is pampering. They got three meals. One guy told me that the people coming through three days, three times a day with meals. So they got three meals a day. People are really, really like taking care of the community. I mean, I can't look at it as something bad. I look at it as something good. You know what I mean? Because if I was hungry, I would love for someone to... uh Feed me, because I like to eat and get all like this, looking at the food. You feel me? But look, I got these right here. They on deck. Not this. Not this. These. How y'all like that? I have to put that together all by myself today. I'm just going to make about 100 of these and just take my time. If you want one, you let me know. Counting politics t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? This is just trying to be creative. That's about it, you know, not trying to do too much. You know, very low price, raising money, 
but my movement takes gas, bus fare, train fare, plane fare, and I'd be hungry out there. So I decided to go ahead and make me some little, you know, some little t-shirts, you know, people can walk around with a little brand on, you know what I'm saying? A little kind of politics right here, you know what I'm saying? See that? Compton politics. So you can get any color shirt you want. Let me know. I got them. It's T25CL.com. It's Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We are live calling up out of Los Angeles, South Central, Watch Compton, Inglewood, representing California to the T. Um, man, it's just a wonderful thing. Like I said, I'm very blessed. I'm very happy that uh, people are tuning in on Facebook Live. About two weeks ago, I had like 500 people. So, I mean, you know, I haven't really had no guests, but I do appreciate really everybody tuning in like you do. I mean, y'all can be doing other things. Thank God the Monday Night Football is gone because y'all, none of y'all will be on there listening to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just trying to do things much a little bit better, a little bit, be a little bit more responsible on what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Trying to just step my game up. Um, Y'all still keep me in y'all prayers. You feel me? Because I'm still trying to get there. It's not easy at all, but I know God got my front, my back, and the bottom and the top. So that's why I just keep on pushing what I do, do what I can. You know, you know, I take the little things and I try to turn them to big things, like this radio show. It's just, you know, it's just a little something that I do every Monday. Uh, as y'all as y'all can see, I'm very consistent on believing in what I need to do, and this is just not for me. This radio show is not for me. I mean, I wish more people would tune in. I wish more people would call and inbox me about want to be interviewed. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody have a story to tell. You know what I mean? Because Teach5CL.com Galaxy Talk Radio is a network for the people. I mean, I, I mean, I really need to start really just pushing this T25 thing, like, like, because it's the next best thing that we have for ourselves. You can empower yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, you got music, you got books, if you got movies, you can sell it on T25. I mean, it's a 24 hour radio show. No, let me rephrase that. I'm so sorry. I must be tired. It's a 24 hour radio. It's Let's go to the page, www.t25cl.com. You know what I'm saying? Go there. You can actually get the app on your phone. Get the app on your phone, just like all these other people got apps. T25cl.com have an app. Download that app. You have 24-hour continuous music playing all day, great music from all the major people in the music. Um, if you have movies you're trying to do distribution about, you have movies just sitting up that you actually produced yourself, or you have friends that need, to, need some type of uh, mechanism that they can send people to the channel to say, well, you might can't buy my album at Best Buy, but you can go to t25cl.com and buy my album. 
That's what I'm saying. It's a marketing tool for the people. It's not just that they have radio shows. They have opportunity. You know what I mean? I mean, I wish that everybody would get their own radio show because there's going to be a time to where we ain't going to be able to leave our home. We're going to have some type of we're going to have some type of connection to our community to make contact because what's going to happen is they plan on a big disaster to, to occur. And if it do, the first thing they're going to do to us in the community from the 10 to the 4, 5 to the uh, uh, 91 all the way to the 605. They've been to shut the freeways down. So if they shut the freeways down and it's already traffic like it be, what do you think? How are we going to get any help coming in or how are we going to get any help coming out? We're not going to have no help. It's going to be up to us. Really? You know what I'm saying? Okay, the website <clears throat> is. T25CL.com. That's the app. T25CL.com. That's the app. Because I see people posting up like, where is it? What is it? Um, and that's what it is. You know, that's why I get on this network. And I'm actually able to do my radio show actually from... A cell phone, you know what I mean? It's a regular cell phone. I have it in my pocket. I just go to the website and I'm online live. And I mean, it's just it's it's a trip. It's a trip on how how technology is today. You know what I mean? So remember what I was saying about everybody. Let's check our post. Let's check out a, everybody. Just please, us listen to me. I want everybody to check their birth certificates. And next week, come back and let me know what it says on your birth certificate, bars, your race, and your nationality. Well, 2019, on paper, when I fill out paperwork, it says African-American. February is Black History Month. But on my birth certificate, it says Negro. I mean, do anybody see what I see? Do anybody hear what I'm saying? Seriously. I mean, I'm serious about this. I mean, I want y'all to really think about that stuff. Really, just really, really, like, on some real stuff, think about that. On my birth certificate, it says Negro. When Black History Month come along, it's called Black History Month, and that's in February. And that's the shortest month of the year. And every week they have... In, in February, they have all the biggest awards, the Oscars, the this, the that, the did, the did, the that. Okay. All right. Let me know what color you want, and I will have them for you. Uh, like I say, uh, I appreciate everything. I'm just trying to, you know, just raising this money for my movement. I ain't going to do it for nothing but just my movement. Um you know, like I said, I just want to thank everyone for just praying for my moms like y'all did. You know, kept them prayers going, kept them prayers going, kept them prayers going. They was going, they was coming in. 
and uh, she saw him. Actually, she saw him. That's why I was able to let, um, you know, let people he see her on video. So, hey, I'm kind of tired. You know what I mean? I hate to be tired on this, on this, you know, but I'm kind of tired from this long weekend. Y'all know who that is. Um, that's one. Just thank y'all for tuning in. Seriously. I'm going to post this video up. This is real smooth, cool, common collective. I'm not acting all radical. You know, it ain't all loud. It's just a smooth, smooth, smooth show. And I appreciate it. Um, I will deal with you for a couple of your t-shirts. Okay. Well, I will be making them. I don't know what size you wear. Let me know what size you are. And I will make them. Like I said, it's funny how I made these because... I just did letter by letter. I just took my time, letter by letter. And I said, you know what? I like that. I like I like doing it like that. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's just, you know, it's just, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be at your party tomorrow, Michelle. I'm going to be there tomorrow night, 730. My girl, Michelle, my homegirl, Michelle, party is tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. She got the bum. Me, me, radio talk show. Man, she'd be having a cracking. You know what I mean? Bam, just like that. I support her. You know, Michelle Deuce, her birthday tomorrow. I'm going to be there. You know what I mean? Contra Politics going to come there and support you. I'm going to probably go live if I can. We might can get on the mic, do our thing. MC, come out tomorrow night, man. Hit me up tomorrow because uh, my, my folks might need your, photog your professional your professional uh, photography, you feel what I'm saying? So hit me up, MC Harris, because uh, my homegirl, Michelle Dukes, might need some pictures, brother. You know what I mean? So I ain't going to just blast her stuff out there like that because I know it's a private party, but uh, just thanks for tuning in on my show. Y'all see, I don't, I don't have my backdrop today at all. What's up? What's up, Miss T? I see you out there. I'm just talking about some, you know, some real situations we are having amongst our color of our people. You know, African American, uh, February is Black History Month, and then after that. But uh, I mean, I'm sure on your birth certificate, Miss T, uh, I'm sure you see uh, Negro too on your birth certificate. They don't have Black and African American. They don't have black, they don't have African American, they don't have neg you have Negro on you. That's a that's love you too, my big brother. That's my brother from up there in New Zealand. I tell you, we go worldwide with this, y'all. Okay, okay. Yes, I can do the different letters. Yes. I just use this one. I just use red, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what color of this on this t-shirt will will take it you know what i mean so i just put a red color i got blue green purple red t-shirts black t-shirts you know what i mean yeah look at that look at your uh, birth certificate do it say negro on it and we keep on calling ourselves african-americans you know y'all know we've been fooled y'all on some real stuff we need to go by what's on our paper you get what i'm saying because when we die they go and look at that birth certificate. remember they want your birth certificate when you die to prove that you're dead. So you're not going down as an African-American on that paper behind fucking closed doors. So what you got to do, we got to stop this stuff. 
I don't know how. Hey, I might be assassinated tonight. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Just keeping it 1,000 with y'all. You know what I mean? Because somebody got to open this up to us to realize that something is wrong with us. This is why there's 64% homelessness in Los Angeles County. We keep walking by each other in Los Angeles, and we don't care. We act like it's rich black people and it's poor black people and it's middle class black people. It's just black people, period, regardless. All these other nationalizers came here and they taking care of themselves. Everybody's taking care of themselves. Everybody nationalities. That's why we talk about the Latinos that having 15 people on their property and everybody got cars blocking up the streets and stuff. You damn right they supposed to do that. We don't do that shit. We ain't doing nothing for each other in Los Angeles. It's all about, oh, my crew got more money than you, or, oh, you ain't, oh, your car is, oh, I don't like your car. It ain't a 2019. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Only thing I can, let me, let me, let me calm on down. Let me calm down. <laughs> so I'm going to get hyped up and this ADD, HD, bipolar, and all this old other stuff in the kick out they say we got. You know what I mean? So I'm going to cool off. And let my melon marinate my mind and my body and my soul so I can talk with some sense. So y'all can really understand what I'm trying to say. I mean, I spoke about it earlier. And I see some new people in here. And my boy Bill is about the sharpest brother. <laughs> She's shaking. <laughs> but it's like, like my boy Bill. Oh, shit. But my boy, Bill, he's one of my oldest, oldest mentors. And Bill is a dynamic older brother from Compton. He's online. He's online right now. And Bill lives in the Congo for 30 years. Feel what I'm saying? And Bill knows some things. And I think he can probably help answer my question about why this is so confusing um, about the nationality. Really? But you know what I'm saying? It's like on our birth certificate. Wow. But you know what? There's companies out there that would go fight. I know some people over there for Crenshaw and 40 something. They're looking for people that's actually promoting negativity on jobs like that. I have their number. You know what I'm saying? So they'll be willing to come out and they shut down companies. That's what they do. They shut people down. But like I said about my boy Bill, I wish you could call in so we can talk to Bill about we uh man. And that's why they're shooting us. When they pull up, you feel what I'm saying? That's why they shoot us because you got to understand this. Think about it. If, if we was called Americans, just, just, just hear me out. If, if we were called Americans and the police just pulled us over and they just knew everybody that they pulled up was Americans, 
it'll be a different way the police will pull you over because they know that we'll be called Americans and the Americans be treated so well, right? But being that they see a black man and they label us as African Americans, the police feel threatened because they're trained to kill a black man. We're targets. We're their targets that they got sitting up in the targeting practice when they're going through the little maze of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They're using black men faces and black women faces to shoot if they have a gun. So the black man will have the gun to shoot. Where an a, a, a old lady that's Caucasian don't have a gun, so they're not going to shoot. So no matter if these targets have men that have guns or men that don't have guns, they're going to still shoot those targets. Oh, how can you call in? Okay, you get a pen, Bill. You got a pen? No, won't you call in, Nikki, and tell us about that? The young lady is saying that a guy named Jaden Smith got his own water line. He's helping Flint, Michigan with their water. His water is packaged in a blue milk carton, just like in case you want to support him. Okay, okay. Well, I like that. I like that. Bill, you want to call in six? Take your pen, Bill. Just answer me if you tell me you heard me. Can you hear me, Bill? Look at this gray. Look at that gray, y'all. I'm going to leave it up there, too, because this thing can look kind of sexy a little bit. You know what I'm saying? No, but, Bill, the number is 605-562-0444-605-562-0444. Code number 133. 574 Then the, the call code is 133-574-POUND-KEY, and then 1-POUND-KEY, and then you're in on the call. Did you hear me, Bill? Call in, Bill, so we can rock the world, homie. It's going to be a good show because my boy got a lot of knowledge. He bees up in the Congo. He beat up with all the diamonds and gold and jewelry and everything. You feel me? Yes. Yes. One, three, three. No, I ain't sleepy. It ain't the sleep that got me tired, girl. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I hope it didn't go over your head, though. Um, I haven't been getting no sleep, though. You know, my mom's, you know what I mean? Okay. Call in, Bill. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click you in, bro. We're going to make this happen about what's really going on.
D. I mean, sometimes when you just go with the flow and you just give it to God, these are things that happen. I mean, I was just, you know, I just call and I don't know what my show is going to be like. I don't know. I just, just, just go with the flow because I believe in Compton politics. It's a movement for the people. This is not my radio show. This is something for everybody. And I really do feel that more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one pound key. One, then pound key. Everybody can call in if you want. Just be online. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no problem. I don't have a problem with that. But I just wanted to hit that subject about, because I finally went back to my, my, my birth certificate myself. And when I saw Negro on there, that just dropped. I mean, my mouth dropped like OMG. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, just hit me up. You know what I'm saying, Nick? Just hit me up. We can talk about it. You know, I can promote you the whole week long and letting people know, let all your friends know you're going to be on Compton Politics. You see how we do it. It's very simple. Uh, the show is actually being recorded, so you can take the show and do what you want, you know, do do what you want with it. You know what I mean? You can play it back at school, at church, at, your, at a funeral. It don't matter. You know what I mean? That's the whole good thing about what I, I like doing my radio show because it gives me opportunity to get my voice and get people involved and stuff like that. Uh, in May, I'm going to actually be doing a mental health event because, you know, they're having a mini $5,000 mini grants coming out the DMH Department of Mental Health. And uh, I'm planning on doing this major event for the community. Um, I'm going to say what I'm going to do. I just want people that want to be involved with that event that I'm doing, DM me, you know what I'm saying, and I can get you involved in what I'm doing. Bill, I don't know if you're back from um, San Francisco, but there's some things we can do and get that $5,000 grant. You know what I'm saying? We can make this happen, Bill, on some real stuff, homie. So I'm waiting on my boy, other Billy, to call in. The other Bill, I got two Bills on the line. Billy Bob and Billy Bob. No. But uh yeah, we are the people is on the line. You need to call in too. If you need help, hit me up. Okay, I do that. But she's in my kneesy. Is that how they say it? Well, how old how far did that go back? My first she's in my kneesy. You know, I don't know none of this new modern millennial words, because they every time I say something, they thinking I feel like I'm very white or somebody. All I hear them youngsters say, all right, OG. All right, OG. Man, if I wasn't from the OG land, I'm OG now. Because everywhere I go, all right, OG. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll be OG. I'll be that old goat for you. You know, but I just like just having fun on my radio show. You see, I like just to keep it 1,000. Um, if anybody else want to try to get their own radio show, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Because we need, we need, we need these things to go on, on and on and on, man. We all need our all independent radio show, man. I didn't think I was a radio host. Okay, somebody just came in. Hold them up. Let me see this. Hold them up. Somebody in. Hold them up. Wait a minute. Hold them up. Yo, yo, yo. Who is this on the line? What's up, dude? What's up, my brother? What's going on with you? African gold, buddy. Yes, African Gold. This is my boy Bill, man. This is one of my major mentors, man. He's from Compton, out of Compton. 
I mean, Bill, I ain't trying to put you out there, but how old are you, Bill? I know you, you know, you, you, you know, you got a lot of wisdom, man. And I just want to know, how old are you? Well, you know, that, that costs some money to ask that, man. I mean, Jesus, you put me out there. Well, hey, man, you let me get an eye on you. Because re, the reason why I asked you, go ahead, go ahead. I graduated in 1970. Me and my okay. are good friends. <laughs> yeah, he graduated in 1970. So, look, right. and here's the reason why I asked you that. My reason is mm. because... I was able to go finally after all these years really go check out my birth certificate. I really had a chance to go pull up and look at my birth certificate. And when I looked at my birth yeah. certificate, I realized that I was called a Negro in 1965 in July. I was a Negro on my birth certificate. Um, right. Like, and this was 1965. And here you go telling me you graduated in 1970, right? So right, when you were right. 1819, whoa. So that right. means it's like, man, that's like 1940-something, 1950-something. So, 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 so what I'm saying is, what does it say on your birth we 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 were born Negroes until, uh, you know, like you say, around '65. We were struggling to get out of it, but after the riots and the Black Panthers came in '63, '64, started cranking things up, and some of our freedom fighters back then, you know, things that people don't seem to remember, um, they paved the way and said, "Look, people like Ron Karenga, you know, Malcolm X, and uh, and Stokely uh, Carmichael, and." Uh, you know, you Newton, uh, Bobby Seals, uh, Freddie Hampton, let's go, 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 go. You know, just things that the brothers have amnesia on. But some brothers like Common and, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Moss Death, uh, Naz, those brothers there, they remember what's, what's up. And they kind of include it from time to time. Tupac did too, a little bit. But this is the kind of thing that we need to bring back to the forefront. You know, I speak at different schools and different prisons talking to brothers about. You know, when you get that second chance and you get a chance to take a walk on the wild side instead of going over to Mexico, come over here where I'm at over in the uh, continent. It's, now we have 33 billionaires, all black, just coming over there looking to help us out, you know. So African-Americans uh, have been successfully blinded. I mean, we fought real good, but uh, unfortunately, uh, the brothers that got the power right now is not using it at all. And that is a situation. Right. And, and you know what? And you know what? And that's my whole thing about it. And that's why I'm trying to use the little power I have to try to help the adjustment from where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't help the world. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? But what I can help is my community. You know, where what, I'm at. you know what you can do? Because let me tell you something. I travel the world and you'd be surprised. I have been places, you know, because, for, you know, I'm proud of where I came from, born in, 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 in downtown L.A., uh, started in Watts, and at that time, uh, moving on up was going to Compton, okay? And Compton was very good, quality education all the way up till 70, okay? 72, 71, when the first meeting of the Crips, and when they first started, they were doing it right, just like the Black Panthers, just like most of our organizations. People don't know this side of it because we're media-bound, and media is only going to condemn us consistently, which they've been successful. But they've been most successful condemning our relations to Africa and in the process, 
they're over there and I'm over there, okay, and all the people I'm working with from America are white. And the blacks that I deal with, they're kind of like a renegade, okay? The black Americans don't socialize. So until we get back on that track and get back to our roots, Compton politics is known across the continent. I know I was one of those that helped, but some of your programs have really hit. I know I was there in London when we heard it uh, there a few years back. You know, I followed you from the beginning. So <clears throat> you need to uh, you need to kind of like focus on the, the better things that uh, we got such a mass publication of our negative. Like some person just mentioned about the brother doing a thing in Flint, Michigan. We need more people talking about that. We know we're killing each other. We know we don't respect each other. We know we still calling our sisters or aunts or grandmothers bitches and hoes and whores. We know anybody that uh, uh, decides that they want to go to the left is either police or a punk-ass bitch nigga. But at the same time, we do have some rise way above that. And I'm one of them. And you're one of them. And we need to promote that more so than the bad that's happening in our community and the bad that's happening in D.C. upon us, the bad that's happening in our local police department upon us, because now we got new young black female judges. we got young brothers that's coming out of these, getting killer law degrees. i got four little nephews and the lawyers down for banks. Some of them trying to start a blacks bank here in California. There's things happening that we don't know because we're inundated with this bullshit, with this motherfucker this and nigger this and this that, and then you got the white folks saying it. But then we say, don't call us nigger. Man, this is a very confusing and turbulent time for us. But if they get a chance to listen to someone like myself or you and a lot of brothers that I'm around, sisters and whites, I'm around all walks of life that understand it's time for us to rise up. Of course. We can only rise up if we talk about the best things that we represent today, not all the ugly, because we know goddamn well what the ugly is. But we don't know what's good. Right. And you know what? And I'm so glad that you say that because one of my one of my nephews has just got on the line and you know i interviewed him about a month ago and i'm trying to tell you something man they are part of this change of what's going on out here they're doing horsemanship out here you know and they're training people on how to deal with horses i'm not talking about rodeo horses i'm talking about these tennessee walkers those beautiful horses that they don't think a black man is even supposed to own you know what i mean i'm giving it up hey, to you. Let, me, let me just bring you to the forefront of that when I was a little boy, like you said, that was back in the 50s. Hey, talking about Man, Man Moreland used to come down to the to the neighborhood there in Compton and Watts and come on Central, and them horses would do some things we didn't know a horse could do, just like I saw the other day in Compton. So we, we these are things we need to promote. If, if you don't, if you talk about that, a few people watch. You talk about a killing on road trains in Central, the whole fucking world is watching. We need to change our look because I walked into a hotel. Their true story in Lumbumbashi, Congo, where Muhammad Ali and uh, the, the, the Kinshasa and Zaire, when, when it was the, 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 the formerly Zaire, okay, now it's, uh, it's uh, DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo. They honor Muhammad Ali with such praise you would not believe it. I stayed in his hotel. When I get ready to check in, you know, I wear my little diamond, you know, and he first thing they said, they didn't say, they said, oh, American brother, to the other brothers that was with me. And they said, you, my brother, you, 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 you gangster? I said, no, my man, I'm not a gangster. I'm here, businessman, trying to show you what we could try to develop a relationship between you and my brothers over there by showing that you and I can work together. He said, well, you, do, do you know uh, Tupac? I said, not personally. He says, uh, 
Why do you brothers uh, uh, kill each other and then let the police kill you, and then you don't do nothing about it? You don't have banks. You don't have uh, you don't have nothing. Now this is what I'm saying. I said, so is that the reason why when you come over to my country and you speak a little shitty about us? Uh, if you base if you base it on that, I would say yes. And the only reason they base it on our negative because we allow the negative to be promoted. But when I go out there, my brother, I represent us to the top, and I'm in the top of my game over there. As one of the well-known exporters, Black American, and there's not very many. So Google me. We'll support the all y'all there. I'm for real. <laughs> okay. But uh, I am also here to let people know that you can do it too. I'm also going to be starting my podcast when I get there next month. I'm here in Los Angeles. I'll be leaving in a few weeks. And I'm going to be in communication with my brother here. So you definitely will <laughs> be able to get some raw information straight from the Congo, straight from the continent, and from some of our brothers and sisters over there. Yeah, man. Like I say, this is my, uh, my mentor right here. Uh, this brother that actually got, I'm telling you, this dude had Compton Politics t-shirt in the Congo, in Africa, where Africans right. was wearing Compton Politics. I mean, this is really real right. going on out here, everybody. You know what I mean? Sometimes a small forgot. You know, go ahead. Mm. No, I was saying they wore them in Accra, Ghana, and then the show that I had them wearing, and it was sponsored by a British, TV, a British telephone company called MTN, and McDonald's got in on it, and they all said, you know, so, you know, it's time for us to get another look at Compton. See, they're not going to hear no yo, baby, yo from me. They're going to hear a very intelligent, educated guy that's been through hell, but went back and shined himself up so I could represent my son, my grandson, and my community and my people, you know, around the world, starting with Compton and Watts, where I began. Yeah, man, like I said, I appreciate everything you believe in about me, what's been going on from the first day I met you, you know, you and Starchild, you know, my boy. Uh, I mean, this is not only Bill. Y'all are actually talking to Dark Gabo. That's right. <laughs> this is the That's real right. Dark Gabo. The dude can sing. He's we got some stuff coming out in a couple of, in about another month before June. While I'm on the continent, it'll be out here. Don't you got a video? Don't you have a video on YouTube? Uh, yeah, that one was a year. So yeah, that's uh, uh, so high. That's uh, with me and Tristan. Yeah. Yeah, man. These uh, dudes, you know, these dudes sound just. I mean, this dude is a wonderful artist. You know, he bring back that that old school, young school stuff. You feel me? And uh, can you tell yeah, me just a little bit you, about this? <laughs> where you can touch the woman and the man, and the woman and the man. Yeah. you know where it's a little more intimate you know you don't have to be naked to be a feel good about it you know what I mean right for sure, for sure. yeah yeah but, but I, I, would I like... appreciate you man and I'm looking forward to uh, 2019 to some very very big things your way in God's grace Yes, yes, yes. Hey, like I said, my nephew out there doing great with these horses. He's got a therapy camp going on. I'm planning on taking about 15 kids. So anybody got any kids out there that they need their kids to learn about horses? We have a week camp going on. I'm trying to. Wow. Uh, yeah, we got man. This dude got man. They got they do therapy, Bill. You know what I'm saying? Where? So I want to I want to take 15 kids out there for a whole week, and they will graduate with certifications. Of getting a horsemanship certifications of being a horseman. Wow, that's awesome. How old do they gotta be? What's the age? Hey man, they could be two years old, brother. 
Uh, <laughs> it's no <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, think about hey, think about when we was young, when somebody brought us around stuff. We know we couldn't do it, but we was around it, and I wanted to do that. Period. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. They, they need to be around all that. Just being around the horses opened their mind to, you know, all these other people that we see on television. You don't see a lot of blacks on TV. Right. And horses it, at all. Right. And when you see, so, and look, bro, when you see 30, yeah. when you see 30 Tennessee walkers with all brothers on it, I'm not talking about pintos. I ain't talking about pandemonians. I'm talking about Tennessee walkers. You got 30, 40 brothers on Tennessee. said, well, come on, man. That's powerful. Wow. Brother. Yes. Yeah, that's really powerful. Hey, these brothers, hey, hey, man, these brothers got ranches. They well, got where ranches. are they? They you, up there, up there? past Lancaster. My, my, my nephew is on right now, Monte Montgomery. He the one run oh, Platinum Plus Stallions Use Horsemanship Academy. Oh my God! The name of the, you can see their name on my screen if you're on the screen. But the name of the, the name of their school is called Platinum Plus Stallions Youth Horsemanship Academy. So I plan on raising some money. I plan on getting this five thousand dollar grant from the many from the DMH, the Department of Mental Health, and I want to take fifteen kids there for a week. You know, so so from Monday through through Friday, they go through a six day thing i pick them up i bring them back i might end up, i was thinking about getting rooms for them you know i'll probably get some kids over 18 young adults you know what i'm saying so we want they can be responsible for themselves they're actually yeah. in acton acton california that's where the ranch is at and i plan on taking maybe 10 or 15 kids doing mental health month uh, my boy say bill uh say he got some kids and watch you need to link up with for that so I mean, it's all good, man. Things don't get greater. Then my homegirl on the line, Rella Rose, you know, I interviewed her about three weeks ago. She got 34 different soul food egg rolls. I mean, people just coming in from all over the world, all over the country, all over the cities. And I appreciate that. But I'm trying to get everybody involved um, with this event. Hey, Monte, I have a, uh, a black country western band. You actually have the country western hip hop artist. He has a country western hip hop artist that rap country, and they actually did a song. Yeah, man, I'm trying to tell you, man, we're gonna do this event in May, man. I mean, I'm looking for people to come together with this. I want to take some. We might. I'm gonna see if Monte want to have a one day event to where we can bring maybe 30, 40 kids for a one day event, so we can just really blast right. it out. Thank you. I say my let me say thank you, Bill. We love you. You know, if I were you, what I would do, because see, you, you you got some some heavy heavy things going, and what what makes me leap a little bit past a lot of situations is that you need to to put together. A, uh, actually, we have one. Uh, you need you, you need to get on YouTube. You need to get a especially with those horses, because these are things that are massively exciting and surprising. Okay. Because see, you know, you know, you know, my dream, which you're going to be covering, is I'm bringing back uh, ten uh, brothers, young black kids, black African kids, between eight and fourteen boys and girls that will blow you away on the surfboard. Okay, I'm about to kill all that surf talk. Okay, I also have the 
16 beautiful little black African girls that plays drums bigger than them. They can play so loud and so powerful and so spiritually strong, you will fall down and weep. We were able to, we were invited to London, to South Africa, because I, I, that's what I do. I make sure people know who the hell you are, especially black. And what you've been doing, see, I, I did some major, because it's, it, you know, they're always excited to see what we're doing over there. And then, you know, uh, the early 80s uh, of, of uh, rap made Compton, you know, they still kind of live on that over there. So that's the more real, strong. It was vicious, but we were saying real shit, not all that lovey-dovey shit. And that's what they equate Compton politics with in my world, okay, which is, which is going to climb considerably with some of these uh, things that I plan to do over there. And, and and throw your way, but I'm thinking that you you're 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 getting out there pretty strong now. I mean, I'm seeing you a lot and everywhere. I think somebody probably would be interested in putting a real camera in front of you and shooting that stuff and putting it on video and get you there. Because right now you just need video time. Now your 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 points are well taken. Uh, some of my friends that uh, 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 that are doing what you're doing didn't started not even a year or so ago. Uh, are already sailing. It's only difference is if they just set up the cameras, okay? Set up the cameras and start getting more people to come to you because you've got a very good situation and now you can now critique it. You know, I'm watching you and I'm saying, he was to sit there and have them come to your layout, right, your couch or whatever, and then together you already got all of us listening and then we're going to come and see that person live at, like the horses and, 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 you know, cheer this guy on for Flint, Michigan. You know, things like that. There's definitely avenues, I believe, that you'll be able to get to right away to uh, help you show those very special points like that, uh, uh, you know, on YouTube. I'll ask my friend uh, what it would take for them to do it, but um, – you're you're in the, you're 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 there now. You you, you know you you don't need to to stay where you are right now. You're ready to All right. take that. I'm take that. I mean, yeah. I'm taking that. I'm gonna run with that. Yeah, and you need to do that now because let me tell you something. You'd be surprised. Some of the videos that we shot, I did with the phone, and they and YouTube picked it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do. Not, I do not wait for anything or anyone. It's just like when I told you when I came back. I contacted you. I let you know that people are talking. And now when I get back this time, I'm in the, 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 the most profound place on the continent and the most well-known, biggest place in the world. So it's going to be, you know, and, and the things that I have lined up that we can piece together, I have people that you can, we can try to get them on, those in Ghana, the guy that talks about you in uh, Vancouver. Uh, his show is called Scallow. So me and Tristan had been dropping that along the way. So now we got Gorsett in London. We got uh, Scallow and Tristan. You know, it's that me and you have been able to sit, and I've been trying to get everything squared away for my trip, which is just about finished this week. So I'll have a few weeks where I can see what we can do or get a couple of good, real solid interviews. But right. what you're doing on that thing uh, with the horses and some of the things you just mentioned, man, you need to get that out there so people can pick that up whenever they want. And after a while, it's time to start donating to counter politics in a heavy way. And that, that's where you're headed. I think that's what you should be doing on every show. Okay. 
I'm listening to that. I like that. I like that. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. My boy, Big Bill. My boy, Bill. Yes, sir. Uh, let me let me hold him up. Let me make this. Let me get this right because I don't want to say. Uh, let me see. Let me see what I got. My Bill, my my buddy yeah. Bill Courtney. My boy, my Bill, my buddy Bill Courtney. I want to make sure I said his name right. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. he's a real king from the Congo, from Compton, and I appreciate him calling in my show at the last minute. You know what I mean? I I just. That's why I like my show because I just like I said I started my show I really didn't know what I was gonna talk about I didn't know who I was gonna I don't know who's gonna tune in I mean and this is just mm-hmm. why I say don't be scared to try something don't be scared because you don't never know what steps or what's gonna be in front of you when you take that first leap you know what I'm saying I did not know what my show was gonna be like we've been on a on my show almost an hour and a half now you know what I'm saying I started wow. and I started late and I started at eight o'clock so. I'm just trying to inspire the people that don't have that drive and don't believe that what they're doing is worth anything. Um, like I say, I'm working for the, I'm working from a laptop, a little computer. I got three, four phones, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm touching the world from where I'm at. I'm at a house, you know what I mean? That's not, I'm not no big studio. So we got to stop thinking it takes a lot of money. It don't. It takes. No, it, it takes, takes a lot of determination. You know. That's what you. You on determination, and yeah. that's why it's coming again. And you know, one important point. Excuse me for interrupting, but you're making a good point where they could just sit there, like for me. I I I, I decided. I got on the laptop about eight or nine years ago, and I said, you know, it was a little turbulent here in in L.A. And I said, man, I need something different. So I wanted to get in, and I said, I always wanted to go to Africa. So I just signed on, how can I go there, make money, survive on myself, uh, be a part of it, and then come back here and give some positive feedback. Because most of the people come back from there, they have very negative, especially blacks, have very negative feedback of Africa. The whites have fantastic feedback, and it shouldn't be just them. It's our, it's our home, you know? So I decided to go and start checking. Instantly, they, they, they pulled me in to learn about things that they needed, such as uh, helping them uh, get clients for their agriculture, for their minerals and stuff like that. Whites do it. That's how everything you're sitting on comes from Africa. We might as well start learning how to export it and ship it. And what I found when they found that we had this, uh, when I first talked about Compton politics, they didn't even know how you get on. And then, you know, I had a nice place, a big place there. So I invited them to see it on the big screen, you know, and they're like, wow. And I did say, wow, too, because, you you, you you know, TCL and the whole crew, it was uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. But it's really great when you see it from the end over there with Europeans and Africans and people that look at us black and look at a guy like you and a guy like me who look like you and me. They, they, they only show us with our hands behind our back, handcuffed or, or, or you know, angry or on these fucking crazy shows like uh, these talk shows. So we look like garbage. We look like we don't even realize what we got here in America. Are you okay? serious? Oh, yeah, that's all you see. When when Jerry Springer or one of these fucked up judge shows come on, you can hear a pin drop across the knee. You can walk into the Capitol and say, yeah, I'm here to see uh, President Kabila. 
you have to hold on. Jerry Springer has been off in about 30 minutes. <laughs> are you kidding me? And they are not kidding. They are so fucking serious. And then when they get off, like I'll tell them, you know, that's bullshit. But, brother, how can you say that? The, the white man puts you on every day looking like a fool. You, you look like asses. You're, black women look like uh, they need to be naked to be appreciated. So, Bill, so Bill, 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 you mean to tell me the way they portray black African men out there is being ignorant? African American. Being ignorant and weak, the woman is the, is the, is the breadwinner, the man is the bread burner. The man, the woman is is uh, is uh, and you know as far as the media, they show the best of the best of the woman. Even in with President Obama in office, they always they focused on her power, how she rised up, you know. So it's always subliminally put as the woman is strong, but she's a bitch. The woman is strong, but she's a, she's a uh, she's a uh, angry. And then the music. Oh, that bitch, that bitch, and every dude's taking his own girl. See, they really listen to the words. You know what's popular in Africa? Country music. And I said, why do you guys like country music? You know, I'd be playing my music, and they said, you got any country music, brother? I said, no, why do you like that? He said, because they tell stories, and we can understand what they're talking about. And those are the type of wow. music that we hear from Motown from Atlantic Records, from Chess Records, from all these record companies that used to, you know, when the artist was singing about, you know, from Love to Ball of Confusion to Cloud Nine to Jimi Hendrix to, you know, even John Legend. You know, some of them nowadays are it's peeking in, but the media don't pump them as hard as they that pump is the ones so that bad, Bill. The Hey, Bill, yeah. you tear me up right now, man. You tear me yeah. up right now. Now I understand why they feel like they feel about black men, man. I mean, I really didn't had I had a stigma. Being that you're breaking it down like that, like I say, no matter how old you get people, you will always learn something new every day if your mind is open to be proactive and listen. You have to be proactive. You have to be an unconditional person to hear the things that you don't like listening to. Um, exactly. That's exactly. deep, man. That's deep, brother. You know, just, just think of the average American. I even heard some comedians, Dave Chappelle and some other African Americans. They'll just talk about Africa and they'll say, you know, and I'm, I'm down with us being joking, you know. But we have to start looking at it for real. Right now, Cheney and all the Republicans are all along the borders of Africa taking Colton and Cobalt. These are things that we don't know nothing about, but this is what I tell kids about. This phone that I'm talking about, these cars that you're driving on, that's, that's coming from a material in the largest part of the country that it's coming from is the country that I'm going to. You could put Europe inside of Congo, okay? Europe and America. That, what you see on the map is completely different. But see, what, when, when I'm talking in this regard, the average black said, well, yeah, but those Africans, man, they don't like us. They don't know us. You understand? They don't know wow. us. And we don't know them. And we don't give them a chance because we let the media dictate that they're rebels and they're hostess and this and that, that, that's and that. I've been over there for 17 years in almost 16, 20, 16 countries, never lived in a hotel, always lived way beyond my means that I do here, okay? And when I say I want to come back home like I'm getting ready to do, they bring me back, okay? My son, my kids, my family, everybody's living great, okay? And all families should be living that way. And what I learned over there, I am pressed constantly. I'm impressed to the grave. Just take a walk on the wild side one time. 
and I'm going to use your show, and I got a couple other shows that I'm using, and I got my cameras. My friends bought me cameras and all kind of stuff. I'm setting up shop this trip and show you that you can go into that bush and come out and change the poverty situation. You know, they, I know people don't want to hear this, but I tell you, they killed Gaddafi because he was trying to help. They killed, they, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they they, they go do, they're doing the same thing in Venezuela. So this is a very, very wicked time, and it's always been wicked. And for us to think that he's ever going to put us right by him in his bed, even if he's with his daughter, we still have to be, be together. We have to unify ourselves together. You know what I mean? We have to really think about, is it worth it to continue to let my brother shoot each other on the corner? Is it worth it for me to say, hey, bitch, what's happening? I can't do that. Hey, <laughs> hey Bill. Hey, Bill. I ain't been, hey, Bill. Hey, I ain't been yeah. saying nothing. I've just been letting you flow because I know what you're saying is some real, but we ain't trying to cuss too much. But I'll let you do it because I just felt like I, I wasn't sorry. Hey, you know, it's all yeah. good, man. You know what I'm saying? This kind of yeah. politics, man. So, I'm, I mean, yeah. What, yeah. sometimes what's wrong About is sometimes blackness, it's right. No, but <laughs> what I'm saying is sometimes it's positive negativity. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we need that negativity because it's positive. You know what I mean? It's always right. uh, situations that we don't have, have control. Just like I said, I started my show not knowing where it was going to go. I, I, I've only planned on being on my radio show five minutes today. You know what I'm saying? But look, uh, it's been yeah. an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? And we really wow. hitting some facts about situations. Um, I want to hit a note about, okay, I have a situation where I'm at. Remember, I was, the reason why I want you to, I want to call in, I want you to call in because uh, remember I said I went to my birth certificate and I see it said Negro. But in America right. now, today in 2019, they're calling us African Americans. But now, Pete, yeah. to me, to me, and that's only to me because of certain circumstances I'm up under and I'm in, I think that's a trick because we got to be very careful when we say African American in America because there are Africans that's African American in America. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. what I'm getting back to is. And my birth on my birth certificate it says Negro. Black right. History Month in February they call it Black History Month, but on my paperwork it's called Negro. But in society, just to be saying it, just to make us feel comfortable, they call us African Americans, which is not on no paperwork at all, but only on the application. So, what do you feel? Who we are, what we are, and what we should really be called? in america to get our residuals of what everybody else is supposed to get like the indians i mean because african-american is getting our brains blown out they got right. negro on my birth certificate negro is on my birth certificate they call right. us black in february but they call us african-americans just 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 in a universe just because but that's not on you came up with African American. I want to ask, what's your intake on that? Because it's a very big issue in our community. Because in our community, there's a lot of people don't want to be called Africans. A lot of people are not saying African. They saying we are black. We are black community. You get what? So it's so much confusion with this. What is being yeah, that that, if you be in a Congo uh, and you there with the Africans and you just gave us some information about why Africans think this? 
of black men because of what the stereotypes that they put in the stigmas that they put out about us in these other countries. So they think we are ignorant and stupid because they're not showing, like you said, guys like me, guys like you, guys like, I'm just saying, like guys that's running for office, like a really Thomas and a, a current oh, pride. That's not the African fall. That's the media. Our media was geared to that. And let me get back to what you said about African-American. It was us that came up with African-American, not whites. It was us that came up with that when it was back in the, in, in, in the day when we started getting tired of the Negro thing. And we got out of that before it became black. It was African-American. And then when the revolution changed, the revolution in 64, 65, which we consider that as the Black Panthers, us organizations, and many organizations, the Chicago, the Black Solidarity Seven. You know what I'm saying? That was that's when it became black. You know, fuck this African American thing. We go black American, okay? So it, the, the, all the changes of, of what we were was because the blacks changed it because Whitey came up with nigger and Negro. We came up with nigger and black man. You see what I'm saying? And we were, you know, we were just Africans when we came over, okay? So so when they came up with the Negro and and, and we kept rolling with that, and it just was, you know. That was what, that was a given. It wasn't what we came up with. We came up with African Americans, especially when people like Marcus Garvey and some of the other brothers and historically were saying, "Let's all fuck this shit. Let's go back. Excuse me. Let's go back to Africa." And uh, you know, along with that and other other things, we came up with African American, and it you know it went across the waters, you know, across the country. The African. They're saying, okay, you're this, whatever you are, black, Negro, whatever, you've been there, you learned everything. Like when I'm over there, they say, you sound like the white man. Well, how can I deny that when I learned everything from him? You see what I mean? We, it's certain things that we deny, if we kind of relax on some of the, 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 the fist and look at what's real, man, you know, really touch on where we come from. See, we, nobody nowadays go past the 80s, man. <laughs> we, were, we were fighters, and before us there were fighters, and before Martin Luther King there were fighters, and on and on. So it, it, no one has any foundation based upon the conversations that they have in the public with these youngsters. So, you know, their thing is the, the baddest trace that ever lived was Tupac or, or uh, you know, really the young kids who we want to try to get to. That's where they're looking at. They are looking at either a rap or some kind of musical star, someone that had nothing to do with nothing on community values, on black values, on black life, black life in every aspect. So in the process, we got ourselves lost in the shuffle, to me, between 69 and 75. Mm. And after that, to me, the white man won. See, because... When we were black Panthers, you, you, you wasn't going to get a, a brother was called a snitch. He wasn't a confidential informer. He was killed. When we were black Panthers, they came on front of us. I've seen them. A lot of us that are listening to this saw brothers getting choked. And then we went to City Hall and went down to Congress and fought. No more chokeholds. So we, we, we fought uh, together. So when we fought together, it wasn't no way it would have been as many killings as it is now. Or we would all be picking up the gun. We might as well die for it. We too old. We OGs now. We can't do that. And you got the, the era now, the millennial. It doesn't matter. You angry at a guy that got a gun, and you don't have a gun. And if you have a gun, he's gonna shoot you twenty times. If you don't have a gun, he's gonna shoot you forty times. Come on YouTube. Come on news, and don't say nothing. When they used to shoot people back in the day, when George Jackson and them went up to that court, man, we fought all over the nation. 
when they and, and the Panthers jumped into that courtroom and went crazy. You know, they, they don't look at the. You know, we we don't we're, we're not looking real. <laughs> we look okay, so okay. like so, so And being that you saying that, being that we know this now, what do we do yeah. from here? And I want to be one of the ones now. I'm actually learning something. I'm telling you, I'm learning something new today. This is something that I did not understand you know i was lost i mean i mean i'm gonna have meetings and stuff so i'm gonna be able to go in there with a different dynamic on what i feel and what i think but still at the same time you said something that was really valid you said we was taught by these people and that's who we are so doesn't that make us americans then doesn't that make us saying that we've been we've taught been we huh we've been americans you listen to these guys they said everybody wants to go to africa i ain't going to africa i don't know nothing about africa it's not a point. That's what black people say. Okay. Right. I've had black scholars say to me, "Yeah, I went over there to do an assessment of six and six, and uh, and I came back. I said, well, what did you think about it? Uh, it was nice, man, but I would never go there. For, you know, you know. I said, well, what did you think about going over to Paris? He said, oh, I'd love to go to Paris. Matter of fact, I'd get a place there. What about Saint Tropez? What about Mozambique? What about Cape Town? What about Accra, Ghana, Dakar, Senegal?" Oh, I don't know that. But if I sit with a bunch of whites, I said, man, what about uh, South Africa? Oh, I've been there a bunch of times. And I love Ghana, and I love this. So my conversation is is beyond, not beyond, but we, 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 we can't relate on world. And it's not an issue. It's just I went over there. I liked it. I saw that we could do things. I saw that I can make money for my family, show others how they can be a part of it. Because when they hear that I've been over there, what did you do? How did you do it? How did you contact? I have all those answers, okay? And I'm over here back home, successful, talking to uh, uh, Lorenzo Mercer, you know, <laughs> spreading the word. I'm on Emily Knows Everything. I'm on Scalo and Connor. I'm on a lot of shows, only talking about this beauty that I found in life. And what you, your question is, well, what can we do? What can we do is do what you, that, like I said, that lady talking about Flint in Michigan, the little girl that sold lemonade and now Whole Foods just put several million dollars from it. Another little girl down in uh, Minnesota showed some, uh, something that works good for Hershey's. They gave her several million dollars. These are little black kids that are thinking to put even 10. Then you have kids that are 26 being uh, in lawyers. I'm saying we should do the good about it and, and, and meet, meet each other face-to-face about the bad. So, because if you're not meeting and you're talking on social media, it doesn't work. But social media works for the goodness that we get. Social okay. media for the bad. The raps, rappers are putting out. They are they are the worst enemy. I'm sorry. They are the most. They are our endangered species. They get that ticket to make sure when that cop shoots us. Then he listens to the music. I listened to some white folks at a dinner the other day, and they said, they're just so angry. But I like that Kendrick Lamar, and I like Cardi B, but I don't want them nowhere near my state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you know what? Right, right, right. And you know, and it's so funny because I'm actually going to go on tour, you know, this national speaking tour as a uh, Democratic representative for uh, this organization. I have another friend that's a Caucasian guy, and he's going to go as a Republican. But we're actually showing these universities that we're joining together. And, 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 mm-hmm. and the characteristics of what they asked this guy to, they asked us to describe ourselves about ourselves. They asked us me to describe him and what I feel about him, and they asked him, to answer what he feel about me. And this was his first thing he said. 
He said Lorenzo is the meanest, nicest guy he ever known. <laughs> and this is like in my first in the, in the bio when people read this at these universities. He's saying this first. He said Lorenzo is the meanest looking, nicest guy I know. And that meant a, and that kind of turned the light on in me. And it's like, like wherever else do I go, and that people feel the same way. You know, a fear, yeah. a fear, a fear of a black man. But once you sit down and talk to me, you see, I ain't going to brag on myself, but you see the intelligence part. You see the part you can trust. You can leave your purse up. I ain't going to go in it when you go to the bathroom, stuff like that. I mean, it's like. But I want you to brag about yourself. Because when I talk about Lorenzo, I brag on the highest. When I talk about the brothers that I care for, that I love, that's out there doing the right thing, I brag about it. Because white folks brag about each other, and that's why they rise up. That's why when I say something about you people, they listen. They really listen. Because first of all, I'm talking about something that people, I've been around where they say, so you're from Compton. And the guy says, well, you know, not really. I'm from L.A., you know. And he's from Compton. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it, it's because the fear of what you're saying, like this guy said, uh, you, you meanest. And that, that's the same thing they say about me. Because if you and me are together, in a beautiful, expensive black suit, beautiful outfit, feeling good, but we're not smiling. They think we are there to do some damage. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I use that to my advantage. I'm walking down the street in Germany, and a white guy knew that I was American. I don't know how they know. They said that we walk, black Americans have a certain walk that they're very confident and positive. This is what I'm learning around the world just from – I'm like, I'm around a whole lot of Africans, and they should walk right up to me and say, American, right? Now, listen to me good. And I said, now, how did you know that? He said, we saw you walking up, and you walk with your wow. head, and you look at things. And I said, and that, and that was in Germany. It happened in Germany, France, and in Africa, right in the middle of a whole lot of blacks. <laughs> the dude said, you're American. I could tell. You're just moving people out of your way so you could get up in the front. You know, it's your arrogance, and I'm, whoa, 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 where are you getting this from? A black American. You like the guys in the video. No, I'm not. Nowhere near. <laughs> but, but, but I'm trying to let you see, these are the feedback I get daily. One guy, when I was talking on the phone, he saw the vein in my bald head, and he said, he reminded him, show you how bad our media is, of a movie, I forget the name of it, it's a big popular movie, where the black guy, of course, he gets killed, but he looks like me. Okay, matter of fact, on John Wick, the guy in that movie, John Wick, a lot of the whites always, man, you look like that guy in John Wick. And the African said, now this amazing African-American never will say that you look like somebody, but every other race and every other race that does unite together they will give you those kind of compliments. And this is where we're lost. So what we should do and what you should do is uh, 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 just try to encourage them with 70% good on the show, 30% with an understanding of the bad and what we could do about it, and things that you're already doing already, which is great. Just need more airtime. Okay, I'm going to do that, man. You know, like I said, I'm going to be stopping this show real soon, like in about five more minutes. But like I said, I really appreciate you know, you're calling in like you did, man. Like I say, I just have wonderful friends when it comes to this type of business. I appreciate everybody being online. I really want to just thank everyone 
for the prayers that they gave my mother. Uh, I just found out that my mother did make it home. She's at home oh, right mm -hmm. now. She made it home. Um, I'm excited about that. That's cool. That's good news. But like I say, man, all of the hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of people that sent the love that actually did watch her pictures and video. I mean, it's just a tremendous thing. Like I say, something about this Facebook, this media really, man, when it comes to prayer, I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable too. When it comes to just the actual prayer, man, I mean, it's exciting knowing that there's people out there that care in their own little yeah. way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If it's just a hi and I love you, uh, hi your day, and people understand the stress and the people that, the, like the stress that I'll be up under every single day and just knowing that, uh, getting a respond, you know. Just getting a response back to something so delicate in my life, I really appreciate everybody. You know what I mean? I appreciate everybody tuning into my shows, uh, passing my shows on, letting people know. No, it's not a big platform, but it's a platform that we can grow from. Like you said, this show needs to be about mm -hmm. really talking about the things that's not being talked about, the news that's not being out there. And that's what I really try to be out there, you know, put out there. You know, I try to open my doors up to everybody that's actually listening in because everybody have a story everybody have an input there's no wrong there's no right answer there's just answers there's your opinion and your opinion counts no matter how you feel no matter where you at like i said i just found out today from my from my mentor on how why africans feel the way they feel i never was explained to me that way but I'm do gonna say this, but we do have to be careful of calling ourselves African Americans because when you say African first, you have to be very careful. In Africa, calling yourself African first. Uh, it's something that I can't explain right now, but we have to be very careful when we say African American because when it comes down to the money part, when it comes down to the grants, when it comes down of getting money up under our status, Africans are going to get the money first in America. And I'm just going to just be straight up 1,000 because they're like, he just broke it down to me and he got me understanding why they would get the money first. Because in America, because America is the one that's putting the stereotype about black men throughout the world. So it takes us and our own media to change the dynamics on what people see and what people hear. If they got to start from Compton politics, that's where it's going to start from. I'm not no racist or anything like that. I can't be because I got white people in my family, Latinos in my family, Portuguese in my family, Puerto Ricans in my family, Indians in my family. I got everything in my family. So I'm not sitting here speaking on, oh, I hate these people because I got some of my best brothers and some of my best friends are from other nationalities. So I'm not with none of that dumb stuff. I'm for my people, 1,000 with it. But at the same time, I'm down with the human race because there have been times in my life when there wasn't a black man around and there was other nationalities around. And I'm not even going to lie. Them folks stepped up. I can sit here and tell you some stories on how other nationalities stepped up for me because it was about the human race, not about being black, not about none of that. 
So we have to be very careful. And I'm not knocking. See, one thing somebody told me that an African is 100% African. And we cannot take that away from an African. But us as Americans, we are freaking mutts. We mix with everything. So my question to you, Bill, is this. Mm-hmm. If there's so much of the African knowing that we're from Africa, and they know we're from Africa, they know our descendants are from Africa, right? Now, we mm-hmm. in America, right? And we're we're mutts. We're, let's just keep it one thing. We're one of them long weenie dogs that look like a St. Bernard. You know what I'm saying? As far as our, yeah. our, our, where we're from, right? So my question is this. I kind of lost in track and I lost track of my uh, what I was saying, but I'm catch up with that. Okay. So my question is, so my question is this. Right. So my question is this. Why can't? Why can't? And I hope everybody hear me on this question. We cannot go to Africa and find out our roots because we don't know where we're from. But uh, Africa, this is my own frame of thought of what I feel, and I'm going to be done. I'll let you respond. If the Africans is 100% African, why do we have to go to ancestry, ancestry, whatever you call that bull crap, and pay 75 to 150 bucks to find out our history right now? Pete, we got to pay online, go online, let these people tell us that we're from this and from that, but they can't tell us the truth about what's going on in America, right? But at the same time, we have all these Africans in Africa that's 100% African, knowing that we have our dis- knowing that we are descendants. Now, some of us, you know, of course, when I'm just speaking, of, some of us are descendants. Why can't an African come down here and try to find us? What is the problem? They don't want got 100% African. They need to come down and mix and find out. You get, you get what I'm saying? Why isn't that coming down looking for us? Why we got to go to yeah, Africa? Right, we got to go to Africa to find out about our heritage, and they got all the answers there to come here to try to find us and save us. First of all, you don't have to go to Africa to find it out. Okay, what happens here, like they do, like Wendy Green does over at Kenton State University, and another brother over at Smithsonian, uh, they take all the information from you. So when you get ready, even my niece did it for our family. So. Uh, uh, I hate to say it, but you're way off balance uh, 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 in your African concept. Number one, uh, our roots are in Africa. You can't take that side. African-Americans, black people do not travel as a whole. So our openness is not too far past what we call the six-block brother. We don't go past the neighborhood, or we don't go past the state, or we don't go past the job, or we don't go past. We don't have dreams of our blackness. We have our dreams of what we have been seeing on this television our entire life. So uh, it's quite natural. Your your whole statement just now dictates the success of the whites and their media. And remember, those are the escaped whites that created this. These were not the good white people that came to America. They were thrown out of England. That's why we still a tale of the England. So you have, you have to go into some historical understanding of that, but just to bring it up to date. Africans, uh, if I come into your neighborhood, 
from Westside, okay? And I don't know really what's going on over at the high schools or nothing going on. I just kind of, but I'm doing all right. I meet a guy who's not into that, and so I go into that. Most of the African Americans that deal with Africans are not into the African American problems. Okay, first of all. So being saying that, meaning that most of them are in it for business, a lot of it for religious or whatever, but they're not coming in on the judgment. We are the last on, on this earth that cannot get it together and rebuild. Look at all these people coming in here just in the last 10 years, not since you and I have been around or me have uh, uh, been around. I've seen it all the time, but recently it's been coming in, and now they're coming in. They used to come in with their own, with their own culture as they are, but they're adopting to a, because of the strength of the rap music. You've got to bail into it. So we are totally ignorant of all of those things that you just mentioned, the African-American not being an African. Well, African-American came up with African-American. If they don't like it, it's their own problem. It's our own problem. The African-American says, stop calling me Negro. Stop calling me African-American. I'm a black man. And I'm a black man, power to the people, among the law. So you've got to know all of these things before you delve into where you just went, okay? Because I understand when I, when I, when I got over there, to, and not negative to the African, but I first go over there to buy minerals. And I didn't know all the people other than the people I met on the phone. So in short, I got ripped off, okay? Me and my boys, we got ripped, 120 grand, right? But my guys, boop, you, you know, blink these uh, Afri- African men, I'm going back, boop, boop, boop. But I had to think for a minute. Somebody's got to see what the real story. Why the hell did you rip another black man off? That's what I wanted to know. And it was dangerous times during the Sierra Leonean and, and the Liberian War. Okay, but I've never been ripped off before. So I went over there where the rebels wanted to say who ripped me off, and people thought I was crazy. But at the end of the day, they said that dude, man, that's that guy we heard about from Compton. He's an LA American, original. They came up with this. I said so. I had to think about it. If he came into my neighborhood with a lot of money to buy the rock, and I'm the king of the rock, hey, man, you know what? I probably would have did the same. Had my boys do the same thing. It's a cutting guy. But when I stayed there to let them know, I ain't the kind of guy you rip off. I'm the guy you find out how to get into my mind so I can help you market this. So since that time, for the last 17 years, I've been working with him, and we've been working together, and it's done us well. So my point is, what we did was talk. Why you like this to me? Well, why you like this to me? You know what I mean? And then the next thing you know, we became brothers. So that's what we got to do. We got to stop pointing at the African because the, the, the white boy is hooking up with the African because he wants to rebuild America. He's building a Star Wars and all and, that. And, and, you still, of and, that, and that's what I'm trying to say. It's a trick. It's a diversion. To bring them in to oversee over us. It's not a trick. It's not a trick. It's only a trick. If we I'm just using it. It's just my prime. It's just my prime of words, man. You know what I'm saying? It's no, but it's, 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 it's right now. To me, to me, but to me, to me, I'm using the word a trick. It because you just said it, and that's what I'm talking about. We can't let nobody no. come. I, we cannot let nobody but, come in. I'm American. Look, look, bro. The doctor they took all the black neighbors. What do you mean we can't? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So if I'm American, I got to be the one to stop. Not like I said, I'm, I'm going to keep it one thousand. We need to be up front. We need to get our shit together 
as black men in America, in America. Black men and black women. Black men and black women in America. So the Africans won't override us in America. And that's yeah, so whose work, who's who's work to do now is us. At the so end of the day, you And that's my whole point of this whole thing is yeah. we, take, we need to take back our power as being Americans because what's going to happen is somebody going to end up selling us as slaves again. Well, we're already slaves. But right, but I'm saying, but I'm, I got you on that, but I'm saying it for the people that don't know what's going on. It's a lot of people that don't know what we're talking about. So I'm going to say these things so people can catch up on what we're talking about, because that's just how I feel. I'm like, if we don't get our shit together, they're going to sell us like they sold Africans in Africa for slave back in the day. Because if they come in, that's what I said. We got to be careful. That's what I said earlier. We have to be careful of saying African-Americans. And when it comes down to the money, an African-American, that's an African that's in America, is going to get the money before us. If we don't step up. So what do you think it should be called? What should we be called? What should well, we be called? I, mean, it, I don't, I, well, for right now, I feel a black black community. I mean, for right now, because what goes on, because what's going on right now is is 64% homelessness, not in the African-American community, in the black community, and that's Los Angeles County. You feel me? Mm -hmm. They said the mm -hmm. black community, now that we're the top in homelessness, we ain't African-Americans because the Africans don't want to be accounted with us with this homeless stuff. So we got to be very careful with words on what's going on in America for us, because it is different types of black people in America. It is a separation. There's black millionaires, there's black billionaires. We no, 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 I'm not talking about the black million. I'm talking about just but in I'm general saying, in the community. They used to work for them. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm talking Somebody about in the, the in the black. I'm talking about in the black communities. There's a separation. I'm I'm talking about the, the, the boys like Jay-Z and Dodge just built a house up there in Beverly Hills. Why didn't they do something in the black community? You know, we got to look at the blacks before we start blaming the world. That's I'm not blaming nobody. Uh, but see, I'm, see, I don't think the people that I'm talking about, we're not blaming nobody. We're stepping up to stop it. We're not blaming nobody. We're going to do something about it because it's happening in our face. What are you stopping? What are you stopping? We, we need to start. We need just to unite. That's it. But that, that's what I'm saying. That's why we starting getting information now. I mean, I'm just speaking out right now. I'm speaking out because okay. nobody else ain't speaking out. And I'm with you. You know I'm what I mean? You, and it's yeah, like, and it's yeah. like if we don't step, if we don't step up, we're gonna be behind everybody and everything. We ain't gonna be able to get be able to get nothing. So that's why we got to be on the forefront, like. Man, we that we have to get it back on the forefront on how powerful we were. We spent all the money in the world and don't even have it, but we still want spending all the money. So something that we need to do from this point on. Well, something in our own house. It's in our right. own house. Right. Whatever it is, it's in our own house. For sure. And but I appreciate it. Like we just need to get together and deal with it. Right. And that's where we're gonna start from. We're gonna start that from right here, from Compton Politics uh -huh. Talk Radio. T25C. All right. Time. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for calling in, Bill. I'll hit you up later on, man. Let you know about more yeah. of the progress. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, All I'm right. going to stop my show because I'm burnt out. I'm tired. We don't went two hours from eight o'clock. And uh, I just wanted to just thank everyone for tuning in. Um, man, this is not no easy work, people. It might seem like it's easy, but it's not. But I'm going to keep on doing it because this work and information got to get out to our people the best way I can. And I'm going to do the best I can. Like I said, I learned something new today. I do take criticism. I don't have no problem with that. Tell me something. If I'm wrong, let me know. I'm then going to make a change in it. So I'm not too fond of getting information from something that I need to get better in. So uh, people that know me, I am a stubborn. I am hard-headed, but I will listen. Like I said, this comes from politics. It's T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. I'm going to end my show right now because I'm tired. Hold on a minute. Let me see what's going on. Uh oh, no. I need to stop my show. Stop the recording. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.